And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a producer who recently threw his own funeral where he learned that actually, despite all evidence to the contrary, people might actually miss him. It's Greg Heller. She's a comedian who's known around these parts as the creator of the cutest babies anyone's ever seen. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a man who has such a passion for organization that the theme he chose for his baby son's bedroom is Microsoft Excel. It's hashtag Al. He's a producer who's let it be known that he is almost ready for his turn to start dating Pete Davidson. It's Chef Jeff. Tone Zone is here to announce his new virtual reality universe, which will be exactly like the Zuckerberg metaverse, except you won't be allowed to have your avatar wear a robe. I'm her husband, Daniel Sane. Hop on board the Love Bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. We're at the good times never end. Allison Rosen. Doing the wavy pencil pants again. Allison Rosen. Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little pikelets. Welcome to... Hello, my little. No, we're gonna leave that in. Hello, my little pikelets. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate, which was new to me, was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Tyson Hellowell. Which, first of all, what a cool name! And second of all, a pikelet is a tiny pancake. It's smaller than a pancake and it's fluffier than a pancake. And I believe it is popular in Australia and New Zealand, maybe England, but I'm thinking Tyson Hellowell with a a name as cool as that is probably from one of those places. We'll find out. Anyway, welcome to the show. As you may have gathered from that very long and very expert Daniel intro, there's a lot of people on this show and I couldn't be happier. I am now going to go around and say hello to everyone. Hello, Alan Jenna. Hello. Hello. Hello, Greg Heller. Welcome back. Hi. Hey, Greg. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Allison. Hello, Daniel. Hi. And hello, Tony. <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, okay. So Is that everybody? That's everybody. It's weird. Wow. In Should I go intro, get the kids? I'll wake them up. I'll bring, <laughs> bring them in here. Bring Let's them get them. <laughs> Daniel, can you write intros for all of Jenna and Al's kids real fast? Okay. Yeah, okay. I just do it real fast. So uh, many years ago, when I lived in New York, I don't mention it often, but I did live in New York. Uh, I was a guest on, it was like the weirdest radio show. So it was around the time I did Red Eye. And this guy who was a publicist, who was a fan of Red Eye, was like, you got to come on this radio show. It tapes at two in the morning. Mm. And I thought... That sounds late and inconvenient, but okay. It was in that phase of my career. The, but okay. And I got there and it was like this host who was very old and then a room full. I, I want to say there was like 20 guests at one time. <laughs> I was definitely the youngest. It was the weirdest experience made even more weird by it being in the middle of the night. And then I remember there was a spread of like bagels and lox and salmon do you guys know who Professor Irwin Corey is? Of course, yeah. Uh, he was a guest that <laughs> night. Greg, when would you say his heyday was? 
I don't know anything about that guy. I just said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was, I feel yes, like he Andy. was popular when the beats were popular. He would go on stage and bring a newspaper. Uh, he was a comedian who would go on stage and bring oh, a newspaper. yes. Crazy hair. Yes. Got it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jenna. Yeah. These <laughs> other professional comedy fans have let me down. <laughs> But anyway, he was there. But okay, so it was the weirdest experience. There was a lot of people there. And then I was reading years, like later, I was reading this guy, AJ Jacobs book, who he had been, he's been on my podcast. And it was known as like the Jew hour. And I hadn't put it together. I, I, yes, there was bagels, lox and cream cheese, but I didn't like put it together that I had been in. The reason I had been invited on the show was because it was like the middle of the night Jew radio hour. That's beside the point though. The entire point of this was. This scene, this many little boxes on Zoom, although if you're listening at home, we're definitely all together in person. It's reminding me of that show because there were so many people, except I am delighted to be here and I was very tired and thought that was weird. Anyway, let's get oh. into it. Wow. <laughs> that was a journey, that one. Wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. I needed a Boda bag to keep hydrated during the journey of that story. Quite a story. So... I don't even know where to start. Um, Greg, you have a baby. That's correct. You can, if you listen very carefully, you can hear that baby being very agitated behind me. Yes. Uh, yes. I woke up to a, uh, a text this morning saying you were just going to warn me that your baby was throwing up. That's correct. Yeah. I wasn't going to warn you before he was throwing up, <laughs> but I was just going to warn you that he is in fact actively barfing. Yeah. He threw I mean, up on my, in my wife's hair this morning and, Life lesson. It's not that funny when a baby throws up in your wife's hair to your wife. Yeah. <laughs> did you think that was funny? I thought it, it was very funny to me, yes, but I should not have laughed as hard as I did. Who was the second person <laughs> he threw up on? Nada, the nanny. He threw up on the nanny as well. So you mm-hmm. dodged the barf. I did not get thrown up on. Yeah, I did have to wipe up quite a bit of barf today. He's not even like throw up sick. He's just so pissed off about something that he made himself throw up. Uh, I hate uh, babies. That's it. That's so true. Did he? Um, did he hear a band that? You, did he hear a band that you hate? No, I he just keeps listening to that this monkey song dance oh. thing. Oh, I'm trying so hard to get him into adult music, but <laughs> alas, he loves the monkey dance. But then we took him to the doctor, and they said he might have a hand and mouth disease or something. Oh, oh yeah, hand, oh, foot, yeah. Mouth, yeah. Yeah. hand foot mouth. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, Janet. And, uh, oh, go ahead. But he doesn't. I don't think. I don't know. His hands and feet seem fine to me. So does his mouth. <laughs> And that's where their mouth turns into a foot. I don't know, Jenna. What is hand, foot, mouth? Gets stuck in there, right? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I, it's just a like a weird uh, kind of nasty virus rash sort of throw upy nasty situation. Adults can get it though, so buckle up. I yeah. got it in high school, <clears throat> and it was surprising that a in non- high school <laughs> were, were, you, were you dating a four month old. <laughs> it was very unusual that I that I got it in high school. I don't know. All I know is my friends and I. It was one of my first dates. I was invited by this guy. At this have I talked about when we went to the contaminated beach for a, on a date? Have I ever told no, this story? I'm so into this story. No. This I'll make it fa- quiet. And Alice is going to tell this. Story. <laughs> hang, hang on for one second. Hey. Uh, Tony, do you want to carpool to the vasectomy clinic with me? <laughs> <laughs> save, save on gas. Okay, so you're at the contamination Smart, beach yeah. with a six-month-old. I'll Isn't make, that what happens? No, there, was no chil- there were no children. I'll make this faster than that other story, and I'll try to make it better, too. Um, 
I was invited on a date. I didn't want to go with this guy alone. So I brought my friends and I took us all down. So it was like three guys, three gals. We all went to a contaminated beach. I didn't realize it was contaminated at the time. Uh, and then my friend Holly came down with it first. And then I got it. Uh, and then my mom and my sister got it. It's called the Coxsackie virus. And it is very uncomfortable. This is the plot of Toxic Avenger, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and did you get it because the beach was polluted? Well, for, in my mind, the contaminated beach and us all getting this virus are linked. But I don't actually know if that is how it spread. But I my do guess th- is your proximity to someone who also had this virus is probably the culprit. But I the think condi- it was contaminated it's- with like human waste. Ooh, well, it's a, it's a spread by direct contact with saliva or mucus. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did I get it then? This beach must have just been flooded with mucus. It was so <laughs> slippery. I just thought it was the tide. That was not a jellyfish. <laughs> For real, how did I get it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should tell us that. <laughs> One of the symptoms is irritability, loss of appetite, fever, sore throat, feeling unwell, and you usually get a nasty rash all over your hands, foot, and mouth. Yes. I had like a, I had a high fever. I had a, the worst sore throat I've ever had. And then I had these sores on my hands. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if they were on my feet, but I remember purchasing, or I didn't, someone, my parents bought me lanolin um, yeah. mm-hmm. straight from a sheep. And I was putting that on, and it was very uncomfortable. So wait, have your kids had it, Jenna and Al? No, I've so. heard the horrors of it, though. And yeah. I've heard if you get it when you're older, it's actually much worse. So you probably had a really bad case of it as well. It was really yeah. bad. I remember yeah. my friend Trevor, who I've probably talked about on this show and who's actually been on a few early episodes, um, he was flying out to stay with us. And I was so sick that he mostly just hung out, out with my dad and my mom the whole time. Yeah, so he basically came out to, to have a fun visit with my parents while I just sat in the bathroom in pain. This, it, this was Coxsackie. Coxsackie. It's such a weird name, right? <laughs> See, I've heard of, a, I've, I know, I've known a few people who've gone to the beach and come back with hacky sacky. <laughs> <laughs> that one's rough. Hacky sacky. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, hacky, <laughs> hacky sack. Yes, I know you can get it on the quad uh, at my liberal arts school. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's deadly. Okay, so let's just jump into something pretty controversial. Again, I don't want people. To, I don't want people to think of my show as a show that you go on and then you get canceled for your takes being so hot. I don't want people to be worried like, oh, she snares us in with making us feel like it's just going to be a fun time. And then she gets us to say things that everyone, you know, gets angry about. But this could be controversial. We're going to do my signature segment. Yes, please. Or oh, please. And I don't want to hear diplomacy. I don't want to hear. Many people have been canceled after this. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like never to be heard from. Did you get me to or did you get yes, pleased? Um, so, yeah, so I'm not looking for diplomacy. I want to hear your off the cuff opinions. And I just hope it doesn't bite you in the ass. <laughs> okay. Tony. Did yes, please. Give some of that. Oh, oh, please. That's much crap. Okay. 
Last night, as we record this, last night was Halloween. How does everyone feel about Crackle? The candy? The candy. The mm. candy bar. Yes, yes, please. Not, not the stream. And also app. not the uh, Rice Krispies character. <laughs> <laughs> He's my least favorite of the three. It's um, all about who you know, and I know Crackle. That's a Mitch Hedberg yeah. reference for anyone who happens to this. I got you. Um, I got you. Al, you were going to say about Crackle? Yes, please. Crackles are awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a gateway. It's a gateway candy bar. To what, though? It, it leads you to everything else. You go, oh, now I'm just, like putting stuff in. It's Mr. Good Bar. Let's jam it with peanut butter. Yeah. You know. 100 grand. Eventually, you get there. You there you go. You get into the 100 yeah. grand. Yeah. You start with the so rice. You have, to start, you have to start at the bottom. You yeah. Know, you work your way yeah. to 100 grand. Exactly. Uh, is, isn't there a type of candy bar that... Where the exterior is a crackle and then it has like nougat or caramel on the inside. Uh, yes. You're, what you're, is you're that? That's the hundred grand. Is that oh. what hundred grand is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I love the, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know who's anti crackle. We even <laughs> like, we get like some fancy Erewhon crackle now. Mm. It's like a crackle bar, but it's seven bucks, but it's basically the same idea of just chocolate <laughs> with little puffy rice stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Have, have you okay. ever seen a crackle bar like a full size crackle? I've only ever seen them as minis. Yeah, I don't they, know. They're very odd That's looking a, at yeah. full size. They look like they came from the 80s, like yeah. the crackle mm. packaging. They've never changed it. It's like you see it and you think that candy bar is 30 years old. old. <laughs> yes. That's so, so true. Cr- crackle exists only in miniature. That's so mm. true. Like. I can um, envision it being sold at the pharmacy in the bottom of the building where my dad had his office, which was in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Right, so, Jenna. I'm. I mean, we can all. Jenna, I, that. I don't know why, but I default to you is you are a candy expert. Would you agree I, I'm with a, that? a connoisseur. Yeah, Jenna. Is there any appreciable difference between crunch and crackle? Oh, oh, definitely. I would there say is? that, well, it depends on what size of candy bar you're eating. Like if you're eating a fun size crunch bar, I like that better than the small crackle bar. You're out of your mind. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I feel I loved, like I'm with Al on this. I loved, Jenna, I, I loved our Professor Irwin Corey moment earlier, <laughs> yes. but you're wrong because what? Daniel and I... Did a taste test last night. Did a taste I would test. have thought that I would have liked Crunch better, but I preferred Crackle. Mm-hmm. But wait, before we get into that. Because you think that the market okay. has like <laughs> right let the Crunch bar rise to the top. They're so much more common. Well, that's possible. I have not done a side-by-side taste test of the two candy bars maybe ever. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm open for debate. Tony, Jeff. That's what I like about you, Jenna. Where yeah. are you guys with Yes, Please or Oh, Please? I say yes, please. I haven't eaten a crackle bar in a long time, but back in the day, I liked them very much. Although now that we're talking about them, I can't say what it is that's inside them. Rice. I enjoy- yeah, that's kind of where I was at, too, until we started comparing it it's to It's chocolate French. with puffed rice inside. Oh, it's puffed rice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Yes, please. I, I like it. Yes, please. Yes. By the way, you guys, the crunch was introduced in 1928, and it took Hershey's a decade. To copy it with the crackle, which is crazy That's a in the original fun formula. Fact. <laughs> Where does that come from, Jackie Johnson? Uh, um. Anyway, I'm just pointing out. That's. I just bet you guys would want to know some history about it. I wonder. I, I, thank you. And I You're wonder welcome. if Crunch was like we had ten great years. <laughs> <laughs> but then someone who works there is like imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. 
So They'll I'm, never catch us. Daniel, I, where, where are you? I think mm-hmm. I know you're a yes. I think it's yes, cr- please, across the board. I, um... I've always liked Crackle. I never realized I liked Crackle more than Crunch until we did the taste test. Uh, the Crunch was surprisingly flavorless relative yes. to the Crackle. It depends. Yes. It depends on the Crunch. Can I okay. just say that there are variations. If you get the small one that's thicker, it's more delicious. If okay. you have the skinny one, it's no good. If you have bunch of crunch, it's a magical, wonderful experience. Bunch of experience. crunch is completely different. If what is you that? Have, oh, bunch that of crunch. Bunch of crunch. Forget about yeah. it. You you will you'll forget crackle even existed once you have <laughs> bunch of crunch. That's true. Wow. It's like it's I don't even Imagine know how to describe it. Imagine just chocolate covered rice puffs in like they're like raisinets. You pour them in. You eat them at the movies. Yeah. Oh. Is it? Yeah. A bunch of. It's is like it a like a crunch. crunch? It's a bunch of crunch. Oh. Yeah. No wonder it's they like little it baby like ones. Little... You see them. <laughs> I can't even yeah. describe it. I don't know how they it's make like them. It's like raisinets, but it's the rice inside. No Do they come in like a bucket? Stop saying raisins. But they're, they're you're tiny you're tiny not like selling them. it. Tiny like them. It sounds like a frozen yogurt topping. It could be. Yes. could be. You um, pour them in the popcorn. Can I say a couple things here? Both Hershey and Nestle, have you guys, they both have this thing where sometimes you open one and the chocolate is turned white yes. as they get old. This yes. is real disgusting. Yes. Does anyone know how this happens or why this Isn't happens? Isn't it like oxidation or something? Yes. Yeah, that's why. I don't know. But I want to say one other thing too. I want to read you guys the most exciting sentence on the Wikipedia website. Here it is. Introduced in 1938, Crackle used to have almonds until peanuts were added to the recipe in 1939, comma, but both the almonds and peanuts were removed in 1941 to be replaced with the new crisp rice balls that measure approximately two millimeters. Oh. So essentially, it was a Mr. Good bar. Right. Yeah. It began life as a Mr. Good bar, yeah. I actually have a, hot, I have a hot take. <laughs> this, I'm, look, I'm sorry. I set this up to be controversial, and then I said something that I'm discovering wasn't controversial. Sort of like on Jeopardy. Occasionally, they'll have a final Jeopardy where like everyone gets it, and it's so easy. And I always imagine whoever wrote that question was like, Oh, I guess we gauged that one wrong. Anyway, what happened was I ate a crackle last night and I said to Daniel, you know, crackle is quietly one of the better candies. And he's like, quietly, not quietly. And his theory was that everyone loves a crackle. And I feel like crackle is often overlooked. I I feel like in my years working in an office, every now and then someone someone enterprising young or usually not young person <laughs> will come in with those minis mm-hmm. and the crackles are always first to go Correct. definitely absolutely definitely. always mm-hmm. yeah oh well, for sure like they stand sure. out in the group too in terms of the minis it's like well there's the crackle and then there'll be a basic hershey bar which is fine but i i feel like they uh mm-hmm. yeah they're in a, they they have a good, they're in a good group there yeah i agree and i think it, that sort of raises the question of which is the last cookie left over in the circus of cookies? You know that Wait, thing? Wait, that round thing? No, Jenna, what's this thing called? The circus of cookies. Wait, it's like what? The yogurt horses and the chocolate chip one and the... You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about? Is it mothers? What, are they mothers? Yeah, they're mothers. Oh. Mother- Almond Joe's got cats, man's dump. 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 It's so funny. I did that last night. When we were trick-or-treating, I literally was like, which one do I want? Which one do I want? I'm enjoying that. That's man's dope. I'm enjoying that. That's man's dope. I'm enjoying that. That's man's dope. Oh, 
yes. Okay, the cookie parade. Yes. Cookie parade. Thank yes. you, Jenna. I Got was it. The circus of cookies. Yes. Okay. Be, but it is the a cookie parade. Cookies. <laughs> cookie parade was the Nestle one. Okay, so here are the cookies in the cookie parade. They uh, are. Okay. They are. Oh, my God. My kid is freaking out so hard, but who cares? Oh, no. Parade. Okay, here we go. Um, I hate yogurt, babies. <laughs> the yogurt one. Right, yogurt. They look like llamas. Yogurt llamas. They're so the, good. Yeah. Obsessed. The with chocolate them. chip one. Yeah. And then the like chocolate chocolate thing that's Hydrox, like kind of yeah. an Oreo, but a little bit smushier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I would actually argue that that's the best of them, and that the yogurt horses should be last. Interesting. I I can't remember. Cancel. I can't remember what the other ones taste like. I can only think of what the pink the pink frosted. Yeah. One that's the one like. that Greg is calling the yogurt one. Yes, By the way, yeah. I looked up cookie parade and like the first 400 <laughs> results were cookie carnival, which is a children's book. Um, okay, Greg, could you just please, by the way, someone has to play snack chat or I'll simply burst. Um, <laughs> Greg, could you describe, Snapchat. thank you. Could you oh, describe, uh, all the, uh, the, um, floats in this parade again? Cause I was distracted. Yeah. Oh, no, there's four floats. I left one of the floats out. Okay, okay. so there's the yogurt. I think it's, it's like frosting. a camel. They call almost. it it's like a frosted of, animal cracker. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of a dromedary, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. There's regular chocolate right. chip. There's like the little Oreo chocolate thing. And then there's sugar cookies, just straight sugar yeah. cookies. And those ones are really good. I think mm. that's probably the best. And the cookie parade is interesting because it's sort of like, you know, when you're eating really good Mexican or Chinese food. And you can take like the guacamole and put it on the chip and then put some of the meat on it. Like if you come start combining these things, they actually get better. But I think Jenna, the yogurt is the outlier. I think it's four avocados. It's the worst. <laughs> I think it's the worst of the four. I would pass this entire bag. Al, yeah. He would never it. eat it. I, yeah. I, I don't know because I grew up mostly on the frosted animal cracker. So I don't it's like know. It's like a solo bag. As a solo bag, yeah. Mm. So I can't really expertly address this. I feel okay. I feel like I don't have the knowledge. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. When I was You've a- rec- thank you for recusing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought mother's iced oatmeal cookies were like the best cookie ever. And I have tasted them as an adult and I don't know if like certain movies they haven't held up or if I have grown up, but they're not that good anymore. Agreed. Uh, uh, they were never that good. They were never. They were never that. <laughs> Those good. are good. Uh, um, they have like they have a weird mouth feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a weird mouth feel. Um, can I bring up like a scorching hot Halloween topic? Yes. Judging things I don't know about the Greg Heller story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last night we we Jenna and Al, just so you know, so everyone's caught up. Ayala and I moved out of Venice. Oh. We live oh. in like a much more what? Yeah, it turns out like we, we at some point we just got sick of getting robbed all the time. And thank you, Tony. And we thank you, I think it's Tony. Jeff. And we no. live in on like a much more placid street now that's very Halloweeny. And last night at like seven o'clock, four kids came up to Trick or Treat and they like cleaned out our cookie bowl. Oh. I mean our our candy bowl. Yeah. And then I turned around and I all went, you have to tell them one each. Yeah. And I said, no, that's their parents' job. And she said, no, it's the candy giver's job. 
and we had this discussion about it. And today I ran this by several friends and they all said it's the candy giver's job. But in my opinion, the default amount of candy you take is one. Yes. yes. If the giver yeah. says you can have more, then you can have more. But a lot of parents I spoke to today said the kids are so out of control on Halloween that they'll take as many as they can take unless you stop them. It is the onus is on the candy giver. I open the floor for discussion. Ooh. Now, were the parents were parents with these kids when they came to the door? They stood at the base of our driveway and basically said, kids, you're on your own. It's up to these shithead adults to determine how many <laughs> candies you return with. I'm telling you, each one of the kids took a handful of candies. Yeah, they will yeah. if you let them. But I, I, Al and I had this talk today as well. I think I said it in the car like a really old man, like, I'm really worried about this next generation. <laughs> <laughs> They're just taking all the candy. Well, because last year we were tired of answering the door, so we left a bowl on our front porch and we have a ring doorbell so we can see what's going on. Right. And we watched kids dump the whole bowl <laughs> into their bags, which we yeah. knew was a possibility when we got tired of answering the door and left the bowl on the front porch. But it still come bothered on. me because I do... Th- well, go ahead, Al. You're the well, old just, man on this one. Come on. we've got. We, this is what makes America a wonderful place. We we have rules. We're, we have self-control. <laughs> that is what makes America so wonderful, our rules. We have self-control. We don't we – we're ethical. We're, we're like good people. What are we doing here? Just- but Al, one of the friends I brought this up to today said like you're applying adult logic to a four-year-old. How old yeah, are these does, kids who cleaned you I out? I would say the, these optimists, these Optimi Prime were like between the ages of four and six. Six. Oh, that's I think, yeah, yeah, but you can still teach a kid to only have one. No, our yeah. our girls. I walked them around. They each took one piece, and then someone said, "You can take more," and they would take more because I, I coached think, them. I helped them know. Yeah, I think if you don't put a sign out, uh, if it's little candies, um, expect them to take two or three. The expectation is they could take two or three. If they're bigger candies, one, um, and. This and it's not on the person. If you want them to take just one, you have to say just one. Um, but more disagree, than three, I disagree. The default what, is what, what, one, Daniel. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Not if they're little candies, though. Like if you have like little jawbreakers or, or like little sour balls or something. One is like they're going to take a few. But don't if but, you're giving out jawbreakers, just don't. Well, don't do that, right? But <laughs> crackles um, or there nothing. is that there is that crackles are better. <laughs> there is that point where it's like a full fistful or more, where that's not on the homeowner to so, to establish that. That right, is just the, ridiculous. The, no, the number of kids that are out on Halloween for the purpose of exercising self control is zero. It's like they're all out to lose their mind and get as much candy as possible and eat as much candy as possible. I think that's a given. The question is that Greg is putting to us is whose responsibility is it to oversee that lack so of could, pulse control? Greg, you I could have put a- sorry, you could put a bowl out that says take just one and they're still gonna take more. I have a right. question for kids. When yes, these please. when these kids looted. Listen, I want to be clear about something. I want to be clear about something for everyone here. When these kids left our house, the bowl of candy had zero candy in it. Had Yes. The last kid in this group took, the, these are double-fisted kids, and I watched them do it, and I was looking at their parents, and I wanted to be like, these, your, your kids just took, each of them took the amount of candy we have for and, the rest and of bef- them. 
before. I went I was- to CVS after this. Oh, wow. And I reloaded on peppermint patties, which was all they had left. <laughs> before Allison starts, I just want to I just want to say. And then they just took one. It was weird after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love, I love peppermint patties. I'm sorry. Daniel, go ahead. I would say before Allison starts, uh, that actually Greg's experience to me, that's the America I know. But go ahead, Allison. <laughs> okay. I have some questions. Greg, were you holding the bowl or was the bowl set I out? was holding the bowl. That's correct. And what were you do- I'm not blaming you, but what were you doing while they Honestly, were- Honestly, do you know what I was doing? Probably. All, I want to say something. I'd like to- Can I just add a little bit of backstory to this? To yes. some context? Yes. Just, I just, I feel like, well, let's just step back and just give it a second. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to let it breathe? No, 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 it's fine. I just, okay. So for I'm sorry. Time, I don't feel like having a conversation right now. <laughs> I've lived in a house for 12 years in Venice with not one trick-or-treater. So I do want to contextualize by saying I'm not the most experienced candy giver. Was it a bowl okay? of 12 candies? No, no, no. It was <laughs> a button. This bowl was abundance. This was a cornucopia of candies. That's the America I know. Right. It's the land of the plenty or is out. It is the land of regulations as well. (laughs) And I was looking down at the bowl. It was very cinematic. Like I saw the bowl in a shot where all these hands were grabbing all this candy. In my mind, I was like, this is crazy. All the candy is going to be gone. And then I looked up and they all at once kind of said, thank you. And then they ran away. Wait, did you have a special candy bowl cam? I did not. I wish I had, but I was sort of looking at their parents and then another batch of kids ran up right behind them. And I was like, I don't have any more candy. And one of the moms looked at me and went, that's okay. That's okay. But clearly it was not okay. Oh no. They walked their kids away. And I, so in my brain, I was like, parents, that's crazy. You just let your kids do that. And I turned around to Ayala and she immediately, immediately said, you have to tell them one each or that's going to happen. So, and in my brain, I was like, that's bad parenting because I'm going to raise a son who knows that one is the default. So in my day, in our day, one was the default. Like I actually can't imagine doing that. However, I think with you, this is going to be an unsatisfying answer from me, but we still have Tony to hear from. Uh, I think if you're watching them grab fistfuls and you don't say something, they're going to assume it's okay because that's just kids. And also, I don't know pets and like, human. But also, I, I, don't know. Oh. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. You, you, I, I think, think you assume the worst in people. I also. think this is bad parenting. Um, and uh, when we were watching, like Owen, who's two, go up, and there were a lot of houses that had the bowls out with no signs, and he would go up and just take one. Elliot would just take one or two. We didn't have to say that. I think it's it. It doesn't make sense that the person who has a bowl of candy wants you to dump the bowl into their yeah. into your bag. That is some clearly people, an antisocial behavior. Some people right. would like the person doling out the candy would just place it in the bag. See, that's what I did last night. I held the bowl and grabbed the candy and put it in. So then I'm the one deciding the situation. But I do yeah. agree that. We would never let our kids do that, the grabbing. I would like, I would be horrified. Honestly, I'm offended. I'm kind of like annoyed and offended by it too. I guess I think (laughs) it'd be great if, it'd be better if the parents were on top of it. But for efficiency's sake, I sort of agree with Ayala that you got to say something. Or put out like a little sign. Tony, Tony. uh, I'm not going to have a very good answer because I also, I'm similar to you, Greg. I 
do not I've lived in this place for five years. I've never gotten a single trick or treater. Mm-hmm. I'm up on a big like steep hill, so no kids come up here. Mm-hmm. Um and then p- previous places I didn't really get them either. So I have very little experience. But, but ethical I, compass. Watch. Right, right. I, I can see a little bit of both sides, but my gut goes more with the that uh, I agree that it, I think it's a little more on the parents, I think. Yes, right. Like get a, get ahead of the game and kind of like say, all right, when you get up there. Yeah. Take I mean, I was on them to say thank you and stuff. I think that's part of the deal with the yes. parent. Like if, yes. You know, um, by the way, our neighborhood shit the bed. Yeah. This year for Halloween. Like, we House didn't go trick or treating last year. Way. Literally. <laughs> Is there? Um, <laughs> two years ago, we went trick or treating <laughs> here, and it was, and it was like pretty good. Like, most of the houses, you know, had candy. This year, maybe 40% of the houses, Boo. if that, had candy. And of those, Maybe half of them. It was better in the middle of the doors. pandemic. It was better. No, he's saying two years ago. So oh, two years. pre two years ago. pre-pandemic. And I'm just wondering, are people? I mean, I'm sure it's different, like in other parts of the country. But like, are people here still skittish about COVID and not doing trick or treating? It was surprising it how surprising cause looks, to me because when we went the Halloween before the pandemic, um, I was like, oh man, this is a great Halloween neighborhood. It's very festive and lots of kids yeah. everywhere and then it was like really pretty dead last night yeah but better candy Weird. two years ago it was like a hundred percent just now and laters so it was better candy <laughs> this year but fewer people and not a f- very fun vibe Weird. what about where you guys are i think the whole it was pretty fun here i think yeah yeah oh yeah out. But I think just in general, the vibe in general is don't go out. Like everybody's yeah. still skittish. Everybody's skittish. It's still skittish. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like it must we, have been. we are very skittish. We don't do anything. But my sense has been, maybe because I'm comparing oh. myself to fun guy Tony Thaxton, my sense has been that's just us. And most people are actually at this point out living their lives. But no, apparently not. I know. My my Instagram feed is nothing but Tony out partying, just <laughs> shoulder to shoulder with people. So I figure that's how it is. I'm Tony. I'm in Chicago now. I'm oh, Tony. Yeah. I'm in a club with low ceilings. I'm Tony. <laughs> I'm um. I forget your other people stuff. People demand you do. me places. You know, I gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> I faxed in demand. Pandemic be damned. Okay, I have another parenting question. Um. For anyone who just tuned in, I just want you to know this is this is not a parenting podcast. I do another parenting podcast. There's just some parenting content bleed into this one. Um, but first, I need to tell you guys about StoryWorth. Now, this story of Greg's about the kids who came to your door who took all your candy, that's a story you're going to want to remember and preserve and pass down for generations. And the way you should do that is StoryWorth. StoryWorth is uh it's a uh, it's the it makes such a good gift. This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique just like the relationship we share. That's why I'm giving everyone I care about StoryWorth. So what it is is you sign up for StoryWorth, you give it to someone you love whose stories you want to remember, and they receive story prompts and then they respond to the prompts either on email or they can call in their answer. Uh and then at the end of a year, StoryWorth takes that collects all the stories, puts them into a hardbound book, and it makes a wonderful gift, a wonderful keepsake. I have heard, I thought I'd heard 
every single one of my dad's stories multiple times. I gave him story worth. I found out stuff about him I never knew. And I'm so excited to be able to, to have this book and to like give it to my kids. It just makes a really great gift. With story worth, I am giving those I love most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash best friend and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash best friend to save $10 on your first purchase. I also want to tell you guys about apostrophe, apostrophe skincare. Uh, We've all had struggles with our skin, and that's why we are excited to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Um, It's not just acne that they deal with, though. They also can help you hit other skincare goals, like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. It's super easy. You, uh, They connect you with a board-certified dermatologist who creates a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Uh, and so you just, you fill out a, a like thing online saying what your skincare concerns are. You take three pictures, you upload it, you get an email back saying that they have come up with a treatment plan for you. I wanted to do Retin-A. Uh, I'd heard it's like a miracle for, um, for aging skin, which is weird because I'm so young, but I have been using I, the generic, it's called tretinoin. I've been using it and uh, I am glowing, you guys. And then also I wanted to fade some dark spots. And I was looking at a picture I took of myself recently and like the dark spots are gone. It's pretty mir- miraculous. And it's so easy. My dermatologist's name is Maggie. I don't, I call her Dr. So-and-so, her real name, but I just, you know, we're on a, a basis where I know her name is Maggie. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash best friend. When you use our code best friend, this code is only available to our listeners to get started. Just go to apostrophe.com slash best, best friend and click begin visit. Then use our code best friend at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's apostrophe, A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash best friend and use that code best friend to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. And we thank apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, great. Good deal. Did you have something to say? Uh, no. All right. So here's my question. I Al- like men who look young and are hairless. <laughs> Hell yeah. And nubile. Oh. Just nubile is the best word. That's how my skin looks. It's, it's nubile. Wait, I did have something to say. Yes. I'm thinking about um, my mom and being inside of her. <laughs> oh my God. I, but you know, I had something else I wanted to say. Check the turt. <laughs> yeah. And you know, sometimes I just feel like. It's horrible what you did to that fish. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard the term melasma? Yes. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I just, it, the, I just, I know what a melasma is now. I thought that melasma is what I had. Melasma is darkening on your skin from like pregnancy hormones and the sun. But then um, a, a dermatologist I went to before I switched to apostrophe said, no, that's just like skin Skin. Skin. That's, were you diagnosed as having skin? <laughs> You're like, oh, I, something tells me this is skin. I had a, you can't see my skull here in I, this one place. I have a, what do you think? A clinical epidermis. Um, yeah, no, she's like, that's just sun damage. But uh, wait, does, does Ayala have melasma? Absolutely not. Does she think she does? Absolutely not. <laughs> Her skin is perfect. She looks beautiful. <laughs> and if she did, he wouldn't say. Let's put that skin in my mouth.
<laughs> and barfing her hair only makes her skin glow that much more. <laughs> Are you still using her expensive shower products? Drunk elephant? <laughs> um, I am. Yes, they're great. Dan, it turns out like some of like there's some stuff that I know is bullshit. Like I shampoo, I don't know. I, to me, shampoo is shampoo. I'm unable to distinguish between sh- any shampoos for the purposes of washing your hair anyway. But um, <laughs> what else are you doing with shampoo? I think I know. But face and hand stuff, sometimes the more expensive stuff is better. That has been my experience. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, and like Eucerin, which I think is way more expensive than like Lubriderm or whatever, is way better. Is like infinitely, is infinitely better in terms of its emollients. This is good. This pod, is Eucerin is lotion, is right? Al has what? the best lotion. I think I use utterly smooth. Utterly smooth. U D D E R O one. Yes, smooth. it's a pun. And Wait, they does it come in a bottle that looks like a cow? Yes, yeah, it like does. Little, yeah, or like a little white tube. Yeah, yeah, and it has tube. the cow spots on it. Yeah. I I used that years ago. It's amazing. It's pretty good. I don't yeah, love this that. Stuff is good. I don't love the scent. Or there's a bag balm. That, Same, I don't like, like crazy bomb. oily. It's terrible. Yeah. That's no. quite emollient. Yeah. yeah. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Can I just say two thing? One thing about yeah. Halloween candy. I it's gonna bug me the whole episode if I don't get it out. Please. What is it okay. about? Halloween candy. Yes. And then we can go on to the parent your parenting thing. No but need. I just I just have to say I ate a crunch that was shaped like an eyeball this year. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And two, you know who would agree with you? What? Owen. There you go. Owen there you was go. obsessed with those. Remember, honey? Oh, that's got, what you're like, talking about. Like those little those eyeball little, crunch yeah, chocolates. Eyeball. 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 Sounds just like Jenna. This one no. was a. It was a large eyeball, actually. <laughs> oh, we only had small balls. And you tasted it, and <laughs> it was for good. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And second, the Butterfinger is no longer delicious. It'll never be good ever again. They changed the recipe and it's garbage. What? Is that true? Yes, it's true. They changed the recipe and it is so disgusting. You'll be very disappointed. They wanted it to be more all natural or something. I don't know. That's not what people go to Butterfingers for. Exactly. Exactly. I want that. So last night, I was so, I was doing so well with like, I'm not having candy. I'm just not. I'm just going to, we're going to go trick-or-treat with the kids. I'm going to come home. I'm going to have a salad with egg whites and I'm going to feel good about myself. And then I like had a couple crackles and then I was like, well, fuck it. And then I just went on a tear. (laughs) I just, I looked over at the pantry and there's just a flurry of wrappers (laughs) just flying out of the door. You Daniel actually came over to me and he said, "Honey, I had to stop her. There was like a momentum building, and I had to like, I was like, Jesus Christ." He said, "I got to hop in this car and like hit the emergency brake." By the way, this is advanced marriage because I think it's taken you years to feel comfortable saving me from myself. But I just Mm -hmm. see, I just see the the doorway. What's going on in here? The doorway of the pantry darkening, and I hear, "Honey." Is this what you want to be doing? <laughs> no delicate Daniel, That is advanced marriage. That's like year 10 uh, shit right there. I think we are year is- 10. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's advanced marriage. Daniel, do you remember when I asked you if you see me get up in the middle of the night to and go to the kitchen, <laughs> ask me a math question to determine oh God, whether I'm ago. like awake or not? I'm nipples. I found, but didn't we do that and you would nail it? <laughs> like nibbles is good at math <laughs> so that didn't work Whoa. Yeah. yeah so anyway what was i saying oh yeah so i ate one of those like the whatever the smallest butterfingers is the fun size bite size mini size i don't know the it's like just a little square but i jenna i'm sorry i thought it was good no no, if you it's because you haven't it's because you haven't had a bit a butterfinger in a long time i promise you it was better you re- they are, I went from like loving Butterfingers and then the next year it said like new and improved. I ate one and I was like, it's ruined. What's and then I've seen it? other people on the internet rant about it as well. The texture is off. It's not as like, you know how it would it's get stuck flaky. in your teeth? Like it yeah. was all like crazy. And then it's not as sweet because I yeah. think they have less sugar in it. It's a little, I would, what I noticed was, oh, this is a little bit like, creamier and peanut butterier than before yep it's not that like fake fake weird texture it's it's more natural and i don't like it and i'm offended by it and i don't know why we change things this is uh how dare you skittles all over again i know but lime skittles are back so they are. It's they all, are. Everything's yeah, fine. They, yeah. We we beat big Skittles. We won. <laughs> oh yeah. They ditched green apple and they are now rolling out lime and they said they will never do it again. It was a huge mistake. And they're very oh my sorry. God. I didn't oh, Jesus. I didn't get the the alert. Yeah. The all point I bulletin. Did. Every I feel like they person said it just who knows me <laughs> sent it to me. <laughs> um okay. So that email was sent out like like to Jenna, CC, everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here is my question. So Elliot is in um, a little like music drama class, and they're putting on a little show, and I can't wait. And he was – it's just a, just a few kids in this class, and he was super duper into the class. And then all of a sudden, his feeling about it changed, and I asked – why and he said he didn't want to go and asked why he didn't want to go and he said because they have to carry a chair onto the stage and it's too hard for him he has he struggles with carrying the chair onto the stage and i said why don't you mention it to your teacher and he didn't want to do that uh and then he was sick so he missed a class and now the question is do I say something to her or do I leave this up to him? Full disclosure, I already said to him, because he's like, he won't say something to her. And I said to him, do you want me to say something to her? Like I, I But I feel like the better thing would be to have him talk to her because I don't want to be a parent who's like, I don't want to be like a, what are they? There's like a, it's not helicopter parent. It's like a lawnmower parent who like moves all the obstacles out of the way this of the kid. Is, it's a slippery not, slope. This is not a big deal like if that's not what a lawnmower leave. does <laughs> <laughs> have i been mowing wrong that's not on one that. of the functions of a like... lawnmower <laughs> right wouldn't, wouldn't it be, be a like, bulldozer parent? garbage on our yard <laughs> someone get a lawnmower over here i think a lawnmower like does exactly as it's described i think i don't know i don't know mows a lawn 
Yeah. I think you're right. Well, um, a, a cow pusher parent, like a train has a cow pusher, you know? Yes, of I course. don't want to be a cow pusher parent. I don't okay. think this is a big deal. Like, I feel like don't say anything and let him handle it. But he doesn't like the class anymore. Well, it'll, but I think these things change from week to week. I, like, yeah, he, he just, yeah, that he probably had an experience where he struggled with it and he didn't like it that week. And then the next week, you know, because these aren't big chairs we're talking about, like <laughs> little chairs. Uh, you know, the next week they may not have to move a chair or he might find that it's easier or the sense it I just get, might not bother him. I think perhaps part of the show they're putting on involves carrying a chair. I don't know. Well, There's a no, chair dance. no, no, <laughs> no. But like, what is it that you would? Okay. So you tell the teacher, then what? The teacher like thinks the teacher I'm the chair treating for him. your kid like shit because he's the kid who weeps about having like, to move what, a chair. Yeah, he can move a chair. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's the kid that narked to his parents. Like a dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spoken like a dad. Jenna, <laughs> what do you chair. think? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I I think that I I probably wouldn't say anything unless it really truly like over and over and over again became a problem. But I do agree. He will probably be able to figure out the chair situation. If he struggles with it a lot, the teacher will probably pick up on it. That's true. And um, I've seen him move chairs. He's fine. He can move chairs. <laughs> like it's- and I have to say that we are kind of in this thing with our four-year-old where it's like some days preschool is amazing. It's the greatest thing she's ever done. And then some days she comes home and goes like, so-and-so is mean to me. And mm. then the next day she goes back and then they're best friends. And then the next day she didn't like cutting with scissors because this, that, and the other. So yeah. it feels like every day they can come up with something, you know? Yeah. yeah. This is the building character portion of their life. <laughs> We're building character. Get out and keep go. doing it. Just keep going. Right. We just keep sending her back. Figure it out, sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I was right. It's like there. we need... You can't solve every problem, and solving the problem, getting through that, it it helps them to do it when the next bigger problem comes along. I just feel bad that I did say to him I would say something to her, because I mm. said, "Oh, I said if the if you didn't have to carry a chair, would you want to go to class to school to whatever?" And he, I know everyone's grimacing. Just I'm tell s- him you were lying. Just say <laughs> mom lied when she said that thing about talking to the teacher. I, I lied. Just tell him you're lying. It's fine. Just tell him you changed your mind. This kid's in for a rude awakening with regards to us lying to him. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you <laughs> talking about the Burbank on. witch? Oh, my God. I would like to know the about Burbank that. Witch. Because you tweeted witch. about that or something. And now I'm like, hold up. What? <laughs> yeah. Allison tweeted about this. But, like, it's true. Before so wait, Elliot my was tweet born. was, yeah, before children, I don't know if I want to do Santa Claus because I don't want to lie to my kids. Like me five minutes ago. Ooh, honey, what did the Burbank witch leave you? <laughs> <laughs> so like it was a real like, you know, dis- conversation we had about Santa Claus. I remember um, this conversation. Yeah, not yeah. knowing whether I remember this Santa. conversation. Yeah. And then um, I don't know, a month ago. How did this whole thing start, he, Allison? He's, I think in in the ramp up to Halloween, he's gotten really into. So at school, they did a potion thing. They they pretended potions. to be witches, and they mixed a potion. And then the next day, there were cookies the there, 
had bought cookies and said, oh. The, uh, the witch the, like left you. The witch brought cookies for you. Yeah. And so then he came home and he was like, I'm making potions. <laughs> and so he, <laughs> he made a potion and then you came up with the idea of. Um, well, I, he of, kept being disappointed. Man, this is not reflecting well on me. I-, I can't remember how we made the leap from him making potions to us inventing the Burbank witch. And then us. also, I hope he doesn't listen to this episode us. in the next 12 years. <laughs> me. He kept uh, being, uh, being, he kept wondering. Do you think wh- he's probably going to sit around listening to Alison Rosen as your new best friend over the, I, over the next couple I of years? I fucking hope so. Well, no. Do you not- think he's going to come to you one day and be like, Mom, where are the archives of your podcast? Honestly. I want to hang out and listen to them. I'm nine. He's probably never going to hear it. I think you can they're say they're never going to want to listen to this. They're never going to. I think you can say the truth right here, right now. You know what yeah, would make a kids reach that tween age, and then like their first thought is like, "More mom and dad. This, <laughs> is, this is what I need." I, I want to explore mom's creative past. <laughs> yeah. What was her output like in the mid two thousand? She never mentioned her feelings once the whole time I was growing up. <laughs> I need to hear three hours a week of that. How I gotta, that. How I got to keep she... my voice down a little bit because there's. They're in the other room. Oh, but yeah. It's like, I don't want to spoil the secret, the truth about the Burbank witch. You better keep <laughs> but, your voice um, down even more because they have good, they have good fresh hearing. But he- here's the thing. Like, here, why don't you, okay, go ahead. Just be careful. So I, in, Wait, are they, because there's no, like, hang on one second. Are they in the bath right now? No. They're in, they're right on the other side of the door? Yes. That makes me nervous about just say something in coded language and I will translate. Uh, this is nervous. Yes. Right. Okay. Call so, her at Delilah. First, Look at first, my balls. Delilah. There was no rules surrounding this. It's not a codified thing the way <laughs> other things are. There's no this songs is just about it. Something that sprung from the mind of Allison Rosen <laughs> with no rules. Wait a minute. You got to get literal again. You lost me. I will explain. Okay. Well, like so, Santa comes down a chimney or whatever. Once like, a year. A once a year. year. Right. Tooth fairy, five bucks or whatever. There's no yes. Allison is in charge of that. <laughs> right. This this is just who knows. Right. So you were you who were knows? worried about spinning lies to them and fables and then went and we're well beyond that scratch Jeff. we're yeah. well beyond worrying about <laughs> oh, lies yeah. and fables we, we completely let it we we i dispensed with well so he's super into like witchcraft and spells and stuff and there was one morning where daniel's like you know this is pretend right and he like looked up with these tears in his eyes and i was like daniel we don't need he doesn't need to learn that lesson right now and then i don't know somehow now we've invented the burbank witch <laughs> So like okay, uh, and so, she, so so he leaves potions out, and then she leaves little gifts for him. But then he well, was hold on, exp- hold on, okay, hold. Just on. be careful. <laughs> so this this went on for a couple <laughs> nights, and then I was just like, we got to put the brakes on this because <laughs> like this is growing out of control, Delilah. Like because it's all fallen on on this guy. What, they have, to, what has two thumbs and is also the Burbank witch, Daniel. I mean... <laughs> Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen to see Daniel pointing at himself. Uh, Allison, can you explain, like, the? it was like like cards. Oh, yeah. She leaves like, cards. With oh. notes and like Notes to him. And, like, reminding him to be a good brother and a good friend. And I'm trying to like l- lace it with like, be good to your brother. You know, sh- remember to share. You know, trying to like put fucking... <laughs> But it was, it was I'm like, this is enough. Daniel, this is like you writing hilarious 
one hilarious intro to the show ten <laughs> yeah. years ago. Yeah, I'll never and learn. Now it's just Jeff. I'll never learn. Snowball. I am the kid taking yeah. too much candy because no one's telling me no. Jeff, Jeff do you have <laughs> any that, idea? Yeah, this is smash cut to your kids with the bowl <laughs> scooping the whole thing into their bag. Je- Jeff, like one time I was like, you know what? I can help you with Photoshop. And now my whole week is like she needs art for this show and that show and she needs a thing and she needs a now she needs Instagram stories versions and this and that. It's like Are you kicking out multiple aspect ratios over there? He dude, is. Dude, I'm doing YouTube. I'm doing Insta stories. I'm like a full sh- I'm like a uh, I'm like a, a, a what do you call it? A, a graphics a house. Full service graphics house. Over here. Recently, I decided I wanted to change the look of my stuff, and Daniel fully hooked me up. Anyway, I'm going to unionize. Um, so I was like, okay. So I left it. I left a thing, and it said, uh, like a book, and it said, you know, write down what you're grateful for every day in this book, and then the night before Halloween, I'll come back. You know, so that gives us a month. Oh my goodness! All right. Yeah, but no, we were. I see the, I well, see that the eye rolling. Put an end. And then she, we, and then we she, felt like that whoa, whoa, was real sh- good. No, we felt like that was and, real good. Who are you shushing? You. Uh, and then she was going to go on vacation. Oh, yeah, the witch was. And she was going to go, bye-bye. And then that was not going to happen anymore. <laughs> Till, you mean? Until a week ago. <laughs> uh, so he's upset about God knows what. No, we were uh, trying. I was trying to give him a COVID test. Because he had a fever. And Allison's in a panic and goes, well, maybe the Burbank will come back tonight. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> uh, just keep in mind, I was the one advocating for Santa Claus. Your turn, she bitch. Was, she was, no. This is, this is all... <laughs> so anyway, now it's all spiraled way out of control. We've created a goth... Yes, I was looking at something you Instagrammed yesterday, and did you say Instagrammed? Instagrammed, yeah. Yeah. And I was trying to think of, and I think I thought of a couple of of your Real Housewife catchphrases. Oh yes, okay. So I posted a photo. I was a pirate wench, although everyone's like you. I thought you might have been Rhoda from Rhoda, and I really do look more like her. So you do. You did look like Rhoda, actually. I did. If anyone's watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, have you noticed that the Jen best. Shaw, when she leans to the side, then she like keeps leaning? Like she's practically the craziest pose anyone's ever done. Yes. Yeah, so I did that pose. Anyway, Jen Shaw is Jen Shaw the the one who's going to prison. Oh, okay. uh, I don't watch Salt Lake City very often. That one I didn't like actually. We got it's, into it. It's not good, but that's why it's good. I couldn't get into that one. Anyway, I think what I wrote down was. I may be your new best friend, but I've got zero fucks to lend. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah. so good. You can use it if you want to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I tried watching Salt Lake City. It sucks. Wait. All the drama felt fake to me. Mm-hmm. And like, and I also like, there was something about the premise of it that felt really bogus to me that like the whole premise of that show felt bogus to me. Do you not uh, have another tagline households? though? I, I wrote some other, I'm actually workshopping some other ones. I wanted to do one that was like, I may be your new best friend, but these diamonds aren't faux or something like that. But I couldn't really like nail the friend faux thing. Oh, so I get I'm, it. Yeah. It's usually if I might be in so-and-so and so-and-so, but I'm a so-and-so and so-and-so. And I couldn't Fuh? like get the, I couldn't get the <laughs> opposite of new best friend or whatever. Right. I, I'm um, convinced. 
I'm convinced that the people that write those little tags are deliberately doing a bad job to goof on the women because you know, they, there's a, every now and then there's a couple of them that are actually quite good. Every now and then there's a, I can't remember. There was a few from the last season of New York that I was like, Oh, that's well-written actually. And then there's a lot of them where they go so far out of the way and they're really clunky. You know, they'll be like, I might have on a new pair of shoes, but these heels are not going to go over to your house. Like, they're just really the, crappy or whatever. The Salt Lake city ones are, are, insane the who's the one blonde whitney, gal whitney rose whitney whitney's is like oh yeah whitney I rose maybe a She's rose like, but i'm not afraid of a little prick <laughs> i'm not afraid to handle a little prick or something like, like that oh what, what was what was that You're, one that al, al what was that one that you liked someday i'm gonna find someone who smears my lipstick doesn't make my mascara run you know who you are <laughs> oh my god someone put that into a um right <laughs> And then, like the, this, this year, this season, Mary's is like, if you come after me, then I'm gonna send Jesus after you. And it's like, <laughs> is that is that a thing? No, is that a thing you can do? Uh, <laughs> is that the way it works? Jesus? I didn't know you could just like send him after someone. Like, but and also, oh like, God. what what does he do when he gets there? Well, it's see, so like confusing. I love I you. Know. It's so good to see you. Yeah, I know. You're the yeah. right hand of been? cheek. <laughs> right. He he like hugs you and get, yeah. yeah. It's just it's so bizarre. I love it. Anyway. Um Yeah, I didn't like at the very beginning of Salt Lake City, like the whole premise of it was like they're um LDS, but like they do other stuff. It's crazy. And I was just like the whole it felt like somebody walked into the offices of Bravo and were like we found these people in Salt Lake City and they're religious, but they also do other stuff. And it just felt like really <laughs> stupid. You know? just yeah. the whole I don't and think- none of them are religious. Right. I don't think any of them are religious. <laughs> but the premise of it was just like, it felt really stupid. And they kept going back to that well over and over again. Like we were supposed to watch it home and be like, wait a minute. They believe in God. That's crazy that they bought a purse. I don't know. Like I just, it just felt really dumb to well, me. Well, one of them... Lisa Barlow <clears throat> was Jewish, converted to Mormonism, but runs a tequila company. Daniel. Tequila. Yes. Tequila. <laughs> That's how she says tequila. Tequila. Hey, if, uh, uh, Jenna, now, is that a, is there like a, a Salt Lake City? Do you know if there's like a, a Utah accent? Oh, or, big time. Is it like, because at first I was like, is she from Jersey or something? And then I realized, no, she's just from northern utah i think that's just an accent i hadn't heard before tequila would be a utah accent yeah. for yeah. What, really? sure yeah. yes if you want to say seal the very deal. very lazy pronunciation in utah say, sil the dill sil, like, sil the dill anything that's yeah, yeah. deal or or uh mountain mount yeah they they it's lazy <laughs> everything's kind of lazy so mountain spirit like it's very like uh. oh that is and how then, whitney talks that is uh-huh. how she talks yeah. it's a utah accent yeah Lisa. and yeah. uh it's very and, uh, strong deal peel pill see yeah. sill just peel the potatoes <laughs> yeah. you <know>? oh, <laughs> goodness. yes Wait, um you, sorry i just found that the the tagline that i love it's from atlanta and it's candies. Don't check for me unless you got a check for me. Ooh, oh, that is good. God, candy. I love it so much. I she love is it so oh, much. It's, it's, she it's is such, so loaded, though. It's such a that one is so good. Oh, also Phaedra's only judge, only God can judge me, and he seems quite impressed. 
Oh, that is really good. Oh, Atlanta housewives are amazing. I love oh, them. Oh, remember this Nene Nini, this Nini classic. Nini. I don't keep up with the Joneses. I am the Joneses. <laughs> That's good. Oh, it's Atlanta. so good. So sometimes, sometimes I think they're quite good, actually. I, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Do you, you remember what that? yours for me was, Daniel? Uh, something about sweatpants. <laughs> Some people say I'm like a pair of old sweatpants, but hey, who doesn't like to be comfortable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, of Burbank, Pill. <laughs> who else would be in the Real Housewives of Burbank? You Jenna, know you'd have to come oh. back for it. Oh, I yeah. would for sure. But I actually think the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. In college, I pitched the Real Housewives of Utah County, which is south of Salt Lake. And I actually think they would be way more interesting because if you yes. did do the religious ladies down in Utah County, it would be the most dramatic, yeah. insane, crazy show. Yeah. I actually think they did it all wrong. Salt Lake, yeah, Salt Lake, you've got the like edgy, like, oh, we might be religious, but look at all this stuff we do, like Greg was saying. But if you actually went down to Utah County and and actually made a show about the the LDS actually practicing Mormon women down there, it would be a I wild ride. I feel like ride. that would be great. It would be a different show because this show is all about like you know the American aristocracy. Like this is about. I, have, I think you would find that. Really, because this is be like religious watching people in powdered wigs and you know courtiers <laughs> just throwing parties and having I, nothing I don't know. to do with their I'm, money. I'm very much with Jen on this. That the, I would watch the real version. Oh, I'd watch show, the shit out of but that. This just feels like the central casting version of what the show could be. Yeah, I, Jen, yeah. Yeah. who did you pitch this to? Oh, just for fun in college. I like. I was in a TV class where they were like, oh. "Come up with something you'd like to do," and I did it. And I actually went to my friends. In Utah County, a lot of them had already gotten married. Some of them were big. T- and I like interviewed them and I said, like, these are the girls you should pick. They and because there's a lot of drama down there. Tons. And I, that sounds like a great show. I'm they telling you, I it. got a great I got a great rate on it. But it feels like Cohen, a TLC show. It. Wait, what? what kind of drama? Any kind. I mean, everything you'd see on The Real Housewives, except that they aren't drinking <laughs> pass 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 it. get the fuck out of here <laughs> um right. okay i need to tell you guys about something and, I, and what i need to tell you about is the pill club although in a utah accent how would you say how would you make pill 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 the pill club Mm-hmm. Life is stressful enough. Access to healthcare shouldn't be. Luckily, getting birth control is one less thing you have to worry about. With the Pill Club, you'll never have to make a trip to the doctor or wait in line at the pharmacy ever again. They provide access to care from the comfort of your home and delivery to your door in discreet packaging. Um, I love this trend of things coming in the mail that you and 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 just uh, making your life so much more streamlined. So the Pill Club is a birth control subscription prescribed by a medical professional and delivered straight to your door for free. The Pill Club carries over 120 FDA-approved brands. Most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid. Otherwise, prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. Uh, 
What's more, their licensed medical team is just a text away to give you the best reproductive health care. So skip the office visit and waiting in line at the pharmacy and join the club. Right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash Allison, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Allison Rosen is your new best friend listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash Allison to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember thepillclub.com slash Allison, thepillclub.com slash Allison. You must use the link to make a donation. Okay. Uh, I, at the beginning of the show, I got so excited talking about these miniature puffy pancakes and also stumbling over my words that I didn't even tell you guys I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. episodes of The Friend Zone. Recently had Jen on The Friend Zone. And we heard all about the birth of her new baby. Uh, and you can, uh, there's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. You know, people in the texting level got a Halloween message from me. Um, and Zoom parties. And you can watch the video of the Thursday show. You can submit carbohydrates for the Thursday guests. You can submit questions for the guests and tons of other fun stuff. If you sign up for a year, you get two months free. So that's, that's 12 months for the price of 10. And and also I'll give you a shout out on the show. So I would like to say hello and thank you to my new patrons. Let's do it. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Okay, listen, I don't know why it works like this. It's like when it rains, it pours. Like there'll be a week where there's just a couple and then there's a week where there's a lot. And thankfully, this is a week where there's a lot. Hello and welcome to Rye. Hello and welcome to Jolie V. Uh, hello and welcome to Aaron Holum, who converted to annual and increased his pledge. Hello and welcome to Janice Flax, who increased her annual subscription. Hello and welcome to A. Allen. Hello and welcome to the aforementioned Tyson Hellowell. Best name ever. Hello and welcome to Amanda Rose, to Megan Taylor, who signed up for an annual subscription to Bugs, also a cool name, Annual, Carter Zetterquist, these names, Annual, and then get this, Frank Otterbein 3. Hello and welcome to all of you. What an influx. (laughs) What an influx of amazing names. Okay. Uh, I th- I know Greg needs to go pretty soon. Where are we with time? Oh, we're actually doing okay. Um, let's just do a few quick just me or everyone's. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay. Laura Craycraft says. Just mirror everyone, take a sip of water after taking a sip of hot coffee. Iced coffee or cold brew doesn't make me do this. Well, I mean, up until a week ago, no, because you guys know how I feel about water. <laughs> However, I've recently been doing this crazy thing for me, which is I've pretty much stopped drinking my, my, my carbonated flavored waters and I'm pretty much just drinking water now. Ooh. I've never, I've never felt worse. Ooh. Water can <laughs> yeah. suck a dick. I don't, all the things you're supposed to feel when you start drinking water, I feel energized. I don't know what else you're supposed to feel. I, I don't, none of it. <laughs> 
Allison, how many cups of coffee are you having a day right now? Okay. I thought of you earlier as I made my fourth cup, but in my defense, I don't have one, but normally I just drink two nowadays. Wow. Tony, how many cups of coffee a day? Um, like one, one and a half, but they're on the bigger side. Is anyone here more than three? Well, today I'm four, but normally I'm just two. Okay. Because at some point you were eight or nine, right? When we filmed our thing, you were like, I've never seen someone drink as much coffee as you. Because I did have like seven or nine cups of that day. Right. Um, and in terms of this water thing, I don't, I don't know why you would do that. Like that to me, that undercuts what's like a nice rich cup of coffee feels I'm crazy? in my mouth by drinking water. I don't, I don't, but I don't understand like that, that just me or everyone needs a second half. It needs a, no, 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 because no, 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 no. Like, you know, like a song. Yeah. I was going to say, we got some notes. I don't understand the question. The question is, does anyone else also take a sip of water after a sip of a hot beverage? So I don't drink coffee, but. I do oftentimes have Diet Coke and water next to me because I feel like, and mine is completely different reasoning, I believe. I feel like if I chase my Diet Coke with some water that I'm getting what I want and also rehydrating myself. Well, that is like having a cup of water for every alcoholic beverage you have, which is a rule somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I can see the, the, the tweeter's point in that, I mean, I don't do it, but I think drinking a hot cup of coffee could make you feel thirsty. So, I, 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 not me, but I see your point. Um, okay. I took it more as a temperature thing because they said they don't do it right when they have cold uh, brew. Oh, oh. Again, world is all roads point <laughs> back to we need more information here. Like, I think Tony could be on something that it's about that. I mean, I think then maybe this person's coffee is too hot. Maybe. maybe. That could be a very basic solution is that your coffee is too hot. Cause I don't drink. I mean, imagine just every sip of coffee going, ah, fuck. And then, <laughs> oh, it's so hot. Like nobody, like, you would, I wouldn't drink coffee that way. Or even with like any hot beverage, wouldn't be like, and I have a hot tea and sit, like a cup of ice or whatever. You just wait for the tea to cool down a little bit. More, I need more information. I have notes. I don't think I it's notes. just her. Okay. Oh, here's one from me. I, I do think it is just her, though. Did anyone think, does anyone disagree that it's just her? I just mm. think it's surprisingly not going to be just her. But, but it's, I think it's sometimes, also not Allison, us. do you not want the just me or everyone person to feel alone? <laughs> oh, I never want them to feel alone. But I've just. But sometimes it is just you. Sometimes, sometimes. Person, you have to admit it's just your, you do a weird thing and it's just, it's just your life. Well, if there's fine. anything I've learned. I'm doing this segment for a long time. It is that no matter what the weirdest thing is, there's someone else that does it. But maybe just not on the show. Correct. All right. <laughs> here's one. Here's one that I that I sent in, and how funny I selected it too. Um, I'll keep a tissue on my desk and use it all day. I realize it's so gross. I'll have like a wad of used tissues, and I'll just keep just using them instead of like getting a fresh tissue. No, no, no. Yeah. Wait, this really? is how she got hand, foot, mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gross. In high school. Allison, can I say something? And I don't want you to take it the wrong way. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I pretty much just let my dog lick the inside of my mouth. So. What? Now you got to say it. But like, if I spent like a week living in a house with you, is, is there like, like maybe some weird snot, like fingernail hair stuff? Like you, like, 
I feel like I know. Every we every all now check and then, off in cups. They've been inside all of our vaginas as well. It's not <laughs> a big deal. I just want to not throw up. <laughs> every like couple of months, when Uh-oh. I'm just sitting around, a ball of hair and toenails and <laughs> just will roll, just roll through the house. <laughs> just like tumble nails, tumble nails. <laughs> no, this is I old don't, lady tumble nails over there. I find. <laughs> Daniel, can you close the window? Some of my hair and nail tumble balls are going to the yeah. I find snot to be gross, actually. I say it as if I'm unusual. I know you guys all love to collect it. I find it to be pretty gross. I don't do anything weird like that. I don't, I don't like peel off a scab and then set it on my computer. I feel like I heard it. It's like you can chow in box, man. <laughs> I don't do anything gross like that. However... Do you know about specific the thing task. that Daniel put in our shower? This was one of my favorite sight gags ever. Daniel, Balls do you want to tell out. the story? It's a while ago. Uh, so in our shower, we have like a little ledge. It's like a glass wall. And then there's like a little ledge uh, where the kind of, you know, tile is it's called a glass. product shelf i think well it's not quite we also have wide enough for that flipping flops or whatever it's called a product <laughs> shelf. we so have a product allison, shelf as well this is just like a ledge project, so allison product, will um she'll <laughs> do allison will do the courtesy of getting the hair off the drain but then oh fail. she puts it on the wall Fail to get, to, yeah, 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 yeah. Fail to take it the extra three steps to the trash, or put so it in the toilet. Sit there on the yeah, ledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. You so should not I, put it in the toilet. I think it's bad. So I printed up one of those museum tags. <laughs> you see it in an art museum, and I and I and it said like Allison Rosen, and then parentheses that her birth year, and then the name of the it's like hair. What did I call it? Hair on lead, human hair on ledge, and then the and then <laughs> materials loan from the head of Allison Rose. Yeah, and then I laminated it, and I just stuck it underneath it. Yeah, mater- <laughs> materials, hair, glass. So that she, when she took the shower, because I wanted to dignify it. If I have to live with it, it might as well be <laughs> art. Oh my god, yes. that is amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. That story has never been told on this show before. No, I don't. I don't no, think it has. That is. And when I, it, like, I didn't see it till near the end of my shower because I just wasn't like faced that way, and I was like in the shower, doubling over, laughing so hard. And it's it's been there for a, few, a couple years you know, now. I thought you take it away. <laughs> What'd you say? That's still there. Yeah, yeah that's, I, it'd be, that's, I, that's amazing. That's great work. That's what are you gonna do? Work. That's stellar work. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but getting circling back here, Allison, I, that's really disgusting. The tissues thing or whatever. Don't do that. That's super disgusting. <laughs> how do you? And like last night. How do I? Well, I just but here's the thing. I grab another Kleenex. Here's that's the how thing. I, how I do know you? everyone else. <laughs> That's how I or get a I, get a, a handkerchief. Well, this is what I'm saying. Get how it? is that different than a handkerchief, though? Thank the you. Handkerchiefs are also gross. Yeah, they're also gross. <laughs> yeah, that's not a great argument. <laughs> the only reason I ever wanted a handkerchief is because one time my grandfather said, "I heard him say to another man, it's for blowing, not for showing.'" <laughs> <laughs> and what does that mean? Tuck it in your like sleeve? don't put it in your pocket. Yeah, it sort of was like, hey, this isn't like a pocket square or whatever. This yeah. has boogers in it. Today at Vaughn's. <laughs> Uh, that felt like a drop. Sometimes you ever say something and it feels like a drop. Today at Vaughn's, I had a like a really big snot thing in my nose, but I was wearing a mask and I reached into my back pocket to grab um, what I thought was a Kleenex, but it was another mask. 
And I lifted up one mask and I blew my nose into the other mask. Mm. And then I pulled my mask back down and then I crumpled that mask full of snot up and I put it in my pocket. I can't believe that you snot shamed me and made me feel like I'm the disgusting one. <laughs> yeah, I did it once and then I threw it away. You threw it's the not mask like I'm out. I'm going to reuse it tomorrow. <laughs> you yeah, threw the mask out? Like you put it on your desk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I threw the mask out. Like anything that's full of snot should go into the garbage. That's just Definitely. me. I'm not trying to preach that on it. Like last night, my nose was running. And so I'm like, God damn, I don't have a tissue. And I reached, because I recently cleaned and I reached into my purse and I was like, oh, thank God. I'm disgusting because there is a crumpled up tissue from God knows when in here. And I really need this right now. Mm. Jenna, do you have crumpled up tissues anywhere? I don't. But (laughs) (laughs) thank you for feeling bad about saying that. Oh, man. (laughs) Validation denied. (laughs) Girlfriend, we're all in this together. You have three quarts of snot in your bag. Oh, shit. Um, No, but we were also. Come on. But see, I'm. I'm Hold on to those boogers. No. I'm even worse because if oh. I have a cold, I won't even get a box of tissues out. I'll just grab the closest roll of toilet paper and use toilet paper because what's mm-hmm. the difference? That's for not correct. For, first of all, what it, that's correct. What is the difference? <laughs> Second of all, but Jenna, I didn't hear you at the end of that say and just keep reusing the same square over and over again. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. Uh, I, tr- I get a new square. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Look, you guys. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I, I know. I know because I've definitely found those yeah. in the studio before. Yeah. Oh, God. I, for sure, I, I believed you. I just have a bunch of tampons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one has lipstick and mascara on it. <laughs> you guys, I I know we're we gotta we gotta wrap this up. We didn't hear any of our Greg drops, and what? I mean, sorry, we heard a thousand Greg drops. Jesus Christ, I was going to say. <laughs> like, None of those were drops. Hopper. That's not what I mean. We had prepared a few because because Greg was on the Monday show recently <laughs> to promote Close <laughs> to Death, his new podcast, and uh, then now he's here, and so Tony had made a few sound things, which. The Greg's lack of response. Oh, Tony, to you them. made sound things. He made some. Greg, <laughs> Tony, the way you were like, request. look how excited he is, was so funny. So let's just hear them, and then let's put this guy to bed. Oh yeah, they were such a they were such a hit last time. We got to bring these back. But wait, there's more. Yeah, I mean that. Here we go. Because we're having it's a Greg Hellernado. But then wait, what kind of week are we having? We're having one hell of a week. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so stupid. I love it. Okay, you guys, this could not have been more fun. It was good for my soul. I guess I will start being less disgusting with my Kleenexes. Greg, where might we find you? What should we be on the lookout for? Oh, I'm going to plug something. Yeah. Uh, boner I- sandwich. <laughs> Boner sandwich wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> it's wherever finer like, boner sandwiches are sold. I go around and I interview people who like eat sandwiches that have boners in them. <laughs> and um, it's on Patreon and uh, Stitcher. That's cool, Patreon, bro. That's the way shit goes Stitcher down. And Stitcher. 
Oh. Uh, am I still talking? Did you? Don't you want to plug? Your oh yeah, yeah, podcast? yeah. Sorry. Close <clears throat> to death. Um, the podcast that I'm on is on is on. Do you want me to do it for you? <laughs> yeah, please. So it's this really cool. Six, it's very good. It's Listen yeah. It's it. a really well done podcast. There's six episodes. Greg is on the first and the last, and each one deals with some aspect of death. And so Greg wrote his own obituary with the help of like a famed obituary writer, and he. Uh, uh, like f- staged his own funeral uh, with a death doula, with a woman who is a death doula. With a death doula. Mm, wow. There's plenty. I'm very of- bad at. Pl- I'm very bad at plugging myself. Yeah. Well, there's plenty. It, it's really good. It's listenable. As I said on the Monday show, it's really listenable. And then Greg took great offense to that. Oh, no, we- I think we can all agree that like one of the more higher accolades you can get is listenable. <laughs> <laughs> you always want your movie to come out and the critics are like, very watchable. Watchable. Yeah. yeah I could have watched it the whole time. I kept it, was, watching. it was hardly objectionable. <laughs> I just anyway. kept looking at it until it was over. It's good. <laughs> it's going. Get it wherever you find podcasts, and you can follow Greg at Dong Attack. <laughs> the very dignified Dong Attack. By the way, today on Twitter, somebody was writing the producers of Close to Death, and they were like, where can we find Greg? And the producers who were like these really dignified documentarians or whatever had to write, he's at Dong Attack. And I was like, oh, my life mission it just keeps getting accomplished. <laughs> uh, Greg... If you need to go, you you are uh, you're welcome to hop off if your baby's I kind having a of meltdown. I need to go, but I want to hear Jenna and Al say goodbye. Okay, Aww. then you also ha- then you also have to hear me say goodbye. Um, you guys, uh, no, Wait, why, you know what? You before them, <laughs> usually <laughs> I before you. Usually I would have gone. I would have said it before you as part of the roundup. But oh, you know what? Sorry. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. Jenna and Al. I mean, I am gonna do it, but I'm gonna let them go first. Jenna and Al. Right. So nice having you guys on the show. Tell everyone where they can find you. <laughs> It's been amazing to see you all and be here. You can find us. Well, you can find me on social media at Jenna Kim Jones. You might find Al. He occasionally like shows up there. It's twice a year uh, at the hashtag Al. Yeah. But mostly just go to at Jenna Kim Jones if you want to know what's going on with him. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we have a podcast. It's called Couple Friends. It's silly. It's weird. You should listen to it. Um, uh, that is at everywhere podcasts are available. Couple friends podcast. <laughs> what about you, Al? I, I am at the hashtag Al sometimes. <laughs> Very and, rarely. Uh, I make bi- <laughs> biannual social media posts. So tune in to 2022. It's, that's the year <laughs> I will post. <laughs> Speak it, dog. I'm realizing we didn't even talk about how we now have the same air fryer you do. And we, cause oh. when you recommended it, you're like, I can't wait for you to burn the foods you love. And now I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the truth. That, that thing cooks. So I, it's insane. So fast. Cinnamon rolls in so there, fast. walked out of the room, came back to like briquettes. Just rocks. Yeah. yeah. You're like, what's, what's happening? The recipe said 22 minutes. It's been seven. Yeah. Yes. You, yeah. you can't leave it unattended. No. Um, we'll get into that. Mo- you guys have to come back. We'll talk about that more. Deal. Um, Jeff, what about you? I have a new podcast. This is how I spent my COVID vacation developing a new podcast called Bad Dates. Guess what it's about? I'm going to guess. People going on bad dates. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We actually do reference that in the opening you, theme song. You have to, of course. You yeah. Just, that was a hack joke, but I had to make it. Someone had to Thank make it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad Dates 
And the website is thebaddateshow.com on Twitter at the Bad Date Show. And so we have three episodes out. First one is with Arden Marine, friend of the Ooh, show. Oh, very funny. Very funny. And she tells a tale of trying to lose her virginity and literally getting hung up on a fence trying to do so. <laughs> oh, my God. You figure it out. Uh, we have Brian Safi, the hilarious Brian Safi. I love on there. him. He's so great telling about a nightmare run-in with an ex. Um, and then, Greg, you'll like this. We had Steve Heitner, who was Kenny Banya on Seinfeld. He took a hot date to a Dodgers game, and she tried to bring in a gun. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So Not allowed. It, apparently not allowed. Yeah. And uh, she, was not, uh, she was not happy about that. And it only got worse from there. So he, uh, we do only one episode every other week. So it's not going to interrupt your consumption of the Allison Rosen podcast. Thank you. Um, <laughs> But it's available wherever finer podcasts are found. There are unfortunately other podcasts with similar sounding names. So if you search for Bad Dates, Rob Cohen, he's the host, super funny guy. And uh, you should be able to find it. Wonderful. Tony, what about you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And uh, suddenly that Motion City soundtrack tour is less than two months away. Oh, wow. Tickets if you uh, have not gotten those. Do you guys know how hard it is for me to wait for you guys to all do your plugs before I do mine? This is like... So hard. You have no idea. I would guess it's pretty hard. Just knowing you, I would would guess it's very hard. (laughs) I'm going to draw mine out. Oh, God damn it. Oh, you know what? I think this might be a good time for me. I think this is the most insulting time for me to leave right now. You know what? Fuck it. I should be able to say whatever I want. And if I hurt someone's feelings, fuck them. Hey, okay. So I'm going to leave right now. Okay. (laughs) How do you feel about that before you plug anything else? Well, you're leaving before Daniel does his plug. So I feel fine. Go ahead. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Daniel. Uh, well, uh, I would invite everybody to come uh, become a member on my virtual reality uh program quantsverse uh but i'm the only member and it's just and it's just the bathroom see you guys bye bye send your file if if you're able to to save it i just saved it at work oh perfect okay bye al jenna i miss you bye miss you Bye. bye good luck good luck this has been so much fun you guys it was just like thank you times. so much. I know it's like it makes my heart hurt it a little does, bit. Right? I, I know. Same. <laughs> we just have to do it know, more I miss often, you guys. It's funny because I have so much to ask you about, but the show is just so. You know, <laughs> it'd be like actual real conversation, but then we're gonna hang up and never talk to you again. What do you want to ask them about? I want to ask him about the house, and I want to ask him about the baby, and <laughs> guys, gotta come stuff. out and visit. Just oh my on that airplane. come on out. Oh, no, I need, I need to get some of your lake life. Yeah. Um, listen, everyone, if you like what you're hearing, please keep those nice comments on Apple Podcasts coming. It helps out the show, helps people find the show. Five stars, please. We read them on the show. In fact, I should have done one on this show. So even more to get to next time. Um, Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And I have some Amazon lists going. I'm an Amazon influencer. You can go shop and you can see like makeup I recommend and kid stuff and Daniel stuff and house stuff, podcasting equipment, all that stuff. Go to amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen, amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. And again, I already mentioned Patreon. Patreon. I feel like I missed someone, but I didn't. You guys, 
Thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. You matter. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Alice and Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go.